Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to Never Heard of It, a Night Shift Radio original. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review if you're so inclined. For more information, visit nightshiftradio.com. So, Caleb. Yes, Mike. Juniper and I have started watching an anime. Okay. Surprise. I'm shocked. (laughs) Shocked. Well, not that shocked. Right. Uh, And actually... I really, really like this anime. It's very cute. So it's called Spy X Family. Okay. Um, it's a brand new anime. It's only on episode like three or four. Um, we're watching it in dubbed, uh, as we've talked about. Juniper uh, can't read subtitles fast enough. She's Fair only enough. nine. She yeah. can't read subtitles fast enough to keep up with some of the shows. Um, so she, so we're watching it in dub. So we're actually on, we just finished episode two, and I think episode four is out in the sub diversion. So the plot of the anime is this guy who has been a spy for his whole life um, gets this really big mission. And in order to complete the mission, he has to have a fake family because he has to get into this very elite private school hmm. to get to this one uh, where he has to like find a connection to this private school to get to this one person to, I don't know, do a thing. So he adopts a daughter. Uh, who like he picks he picks one from like a kind of a shady adoption agency like orphanage, uh, but it turns out that this young girl she's maybe like five, um, is a telepath, but she doesn't tell him that, so she hears him in his mind being like I am a spy, and the only reason why I'm adopting this daughter is because my mission. And so she thinks it's cool as frick. So she like does everything she can to get with him. And so like, you know, she knows the things he's expecting because he's thinking them. So she just does the things that he's expecting. And he's like, how does she know to do this? Hmm. And she's like super smart because she's reading everyone's minds. So she knows the answers to tests and things like that. So he, he adopts this daughter. Uh, that's episode one. Episode two, uh, he's like, yeah, but this isn't going to work because I need a wife as well to play along. But like, I can't, I can't get like another spy wife. He's like, so I got to find like a regular person to either pretend to be my wife or get married for real. And he stumbles across this woman who we learn has like, she's very awkward, but it turns out she's an assassin for hire and they bump into each other. And uh, she needs someone to pretend to be her boyfriend at a party because all of her coworkers think she's weird. 
and they're like talking bad about her and like her brother's really worried about her. So she's like, oh, well, if I pretend that if I have an imaginary boyfriend, everyone will just leave me alone about, you know, my my dating life. And he's like, I need someone to pretend to be this, you know, my wife and my daughter's mom because we have to have an interview at this elite school, but they won't take they won't take us if I'm a single dad because this is Japanese culture and that's very frowned upon, you know, like it's very weird to be a single dad and stuff like that. So they bump into each other. They both uh, are like, she's like, oh, will you pretend to be my boyfriend? But she doesn't say she's an assassin. And he's like, only if you pretend to be my wife. But he doesn't say that she's he's a spy. And they end up getting together, but the daughter reads both of their minds and knows that the mom is an assassin, yeah. but the dad is a spy. And she's like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> so like when they first meet, uh, you know, she was like, oh, well, he, oh, he has a daughter. So he, there's no way he's going to, you know, he's married. So he's not going to do that. And so the daughter hears that and she's like, I know. And she goes, oh, I wish I had a mom. <laughs> That's so that the the woman hears it. So she's like, oh, you don't, you aren't married. He's like, no, uh, the mom passed away or something. And the, you know, the little kid's like, yes. And it's just a really, really cute show. But like, you also see a little bit of action because, you know, you see her go off and be an assassin. You see him go off and be a spy. Very, very cute. I'm really liking it. Juniper thinks it's the coolest show in the world. Um, it's a very cute show. It's a very cute anime. So if you're into anime, apparently it was a very popular manga for a really long time. And the fact that it got converted over to anime is like huge, I guess, for the for the manga reading community. It's always a big deal when popular manga becomes an anime and everybody, you know, either spends the time being like, that's not how it happens. Or they nah. end up being like, I love it. They did it exactly. Um, a really great example of that is uh, uh, Stop Bothering Me, Miss Nagatoro. Uh, is about a girl who just, you know, negs this boy uh, nonstop who, you know, she keeps like being very flirty with him and he's super nerdy and he can't handle it, but they end up kind of becoming close anyways. And there was a lot of controversy for that because, you know, there was a lot of scenes that uh, the dub or the the subtitles in the dub didn't do it the same way it was in the manga. So everybody kind of got up in arms about it. Um, but I liked that show as well. Hmm. But yeah, so that's that's this new anime that I'm watching. There's a lot of new animes this season. Uh, I am finding that there's a lot of anime this season that are very similar to others. Like there's one Skeleton Knight in Another World. Um, there's, uh, uh, a, you know, a, de a demon lord reincarnated to a nobody. Like that's the title of it. Um, and there's a couple of other, like they're called isekais. I've talked about them before where it's a person in one world gets transported into another world. Typically it's a person in our world gets transported into video game world, but it's yeah. just the real world and they're their characters in the game and blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of those sort of shows. But to me, I would say the big standout is, uh, is, is that one. And then another one that I've started watching is uh oh i've already forgotten it but it's something about cuckoo it's a bunch of cuckoos or something um but it's uh kids were swapped at birth and um the it's the boy and there was a girl 
and the girl is part of a rich family and the boy is kind of part of a poor family and he bumps into this girl and she's like, I know you need to pretend to be my boyfriend because my parents have arranged a, a marriage for me and I don't want to be, I don't want to marry the person. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. They go off and then they go to meet their birth parents and it turns out it's them and that's the whole thing. It seems really cute. Only one episode in, but I, re I actually really like that one too. This is all very intense. Yeah. The uh, world of anime, Caleb, it just, is a whole world it's, of stories. It's it's a whole world that I just barely scratched the surface of. Although I had to I had to do some some quick research because when you explained what, what an isekai is, uh, I had a, a triggering flashback to watching the show Superbook as a child uh, in a oh. in a uh, evangelical Christian household, uh, which involves uh, children and. I think a Christian robot of some sort who are magically <laughs> okay. transported back to uh, biblical stories. And I was like, is, is Superbook an isekai? I, I, I think Superbook <laughs> would be an isekai. Yeah. I mean, do they go back to their regular world? Because yeah, at yeah, that they, point, they, it's they, just... They travel back and forth. And I, I mean, that's just a lion, the witch, in the wardrobe. A little, yeah. Which, but yeah. more obvious Christian. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas lion, the witch, in the wardrobe was like... And more like Hit you over the head. No, with like the book. it really is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so we recently talked about how um, I had wanted to watch this show. Uh, our flag was our flag means death. Yes, oh, and other people had beaten me to show. it and had been celebrating it when I wanted to be like, I wanted to be the one that told everyone about this. <laughs> told everyone uh, to go watch it. Yeah, we did watch it. Uh, we in fact just finished it last night. Uh, just excellent, excellent story. I loved it. Uh, it definitely went in a darker direction than I expected. It, it got it does. heavy. It does uh, get very... At first, you're just like, queer pirates, yay! Yeah. And then you're like, do I want to be a pirate? Is my whole life a lie? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, very heavy story. Taika Waititi is just brilliant in it, as you would expect yeah. him to be. The whole cast, very, very well, very well done. Um but uh, yeah, finally, finally finished that last night. Uh, oh, I'm so excited! It has left me wanting. So I, I do hope that there will be more of that show. I, I would anticipate that there would be. It feels like one that will yeah. be received well enough. And I feel like right now, uh, Taika can do no wrong. And like any project that he wants is probably getting greenlit. I, you know, my, uh, I was just thinking about this today, and I was trying to find the right funny words for it. Um, but I was, I was like. Because, you know, right as of right now, you know, so for all you listening, it's probably still happening now. But the trial of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is happening. I'll be honest. I think they're both kind of trash people. And like, yes, Amber Heard is the worst of the two. But like, as I'm watching this trial, I'm still kind of like, I don't know, man. Wait, she's I'd worse than he is? Yeah. So apparently, I mean, oh. basically what's coming out in the trial is that Amber Heard just fucking beat the shit out of Johnny Depp at all, uh, at all instances. She cut off oh. his finger. She would like, sh she shit in his bed, apparently. She cut off his finger? She cut off the tip of his finger or he, that. or they were in a scuffle and he ended up cutting off the tip of his finger. But w whatever the scenario is, she was the, the reason why like the tip of his finger got cut off. But apparently she's just a really shitty person huh. that we're learning throughout this trial. But when it really comes down to it, I'm just like, you're both kind of trashy, and I I would rather hear less about you and more about anything that Taika Waititi's doing ever. Because there was like this weird controversy where 
like people were talking about how Taika Waititi was in a like a like a, in a thruple with Tessa uh, Thompson and I forgot who the other person was, and everyone was like, "Well, this is a big deal," and I'm like. I would rather hear stories about whatever the fuck they're doing because it sounds cool as shit that, yeah. than whatever the fuck Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are getting drunk and doing. Like they're they're like the like their house probably smells like Diet Pepsi and cigarettes, whereas like Taika Waititi's house probably smells like incense and dope shit. And I want to <laughs> be at that house and not at like I don't give a fuck about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard at this point. I very much am interested in anything that Taika Waititi's doing. I don't even care if it's just watching him read a fucking book for two hours that is more fascinating to me than whatever the fuck is happening in that drug-fueled world oh my god taika will you will you read out loud to me please (laughs) i would how great would that be read read me a story please (laughs) read me a story um no i honestly like until the the news broke of the, the trial, I had managed to uh, completely uh, just clear my mind of anything Johnny Depp related at all. Like, yeah, at all. I didn't think about him. Um, like, I don't think about him unless you force him in front of me, and then I get mad at you for doing it. Not well, yes, you specifically, but not because I did it in this and instance. Anyone, yeah. anyone yeah, who does you that, and the royal you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of how I was about Johnny Depp always. Like. I, I always, you know, when he shows up in Tim Burton movies, like, look, I appreciated Edward Scissorhands. Great. I I was fine uh, of him in Sweeney Todd, you know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure. But when it really comes down to it, like, even when he's talking in the trial, I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're not British. Like, everyone knows you're not British. You're still talking like Captain Jack Sparrow right now. And at this point, like you you're not even a real person anymore like johnny depp is is a fucking character that oh the 80s johnny depp has just decided to play since the 80s and everyone was just okay with it wasn't jack sparrow just a rehash of his was it the fear and loathing character that he played literally every character yeah Johnny Depp is, is it's Jack Sparrow is every Johnny Depp character from the year 2000 forward. He's never anybody. It's just the same drunken slurry, maybe British person but in every film. But you have heard of me. <laughs> but you have Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great line. I don't attribute that, that to him, though. I attribute I that to whoever wrote that line. And uh, I still say savvy. I'll still say savvy. Um, <laughs> but you have heard of, ah, fuck, Caleb. Uh, God damn it. I know. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's acceptable. Have you seen the the photos for the Kia EV9? I started to say Eve nine because of the. Uh, I'll be honest. I actually have because I am uh, my. I have a Kia right now, you and do. my lease is up coming up in February, and I hundred percent want to get an electric vehicle. And I'm like, I'd rather go with Kia than Tesla. Uh, oh yeah. Fuck and Tesla. yes, fuck I everything have. about Elon Musk. Yeah. Fuck, fuck that. He guy can go jump in the ocean. Uh, I wish he would, yeah, jump in Lake Ontario to get back to whatever universe he came from. Uh, <laughs> like reference, I knew, yeah, I knew about the the EV6 because Max Collins from EV6 uh, has made it uh, one of his hobbies to to dunk on that car uh, for being too much like EV6. Right. Um, but then I saw the photos for this and. Uh, I guarantee it's so it's an all uh, all electric version of the Telluride. So I already know that it's going to be way too big, but this interior design where you basically have like a bench seat with this like massive center console that stretches in front of them. And then like 
the oblong, more like rectangular steering wheel that feels like it's from a fucking spaceship. Like that's dope. <laughs> I, you know what? And I, I'm going to say this and, uh, obviously this is relative, but it's only $50,000 for a fucking electric SUV. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, yes, that is a lot of money, but only 50,000 for this basically Range Rover sized fucking Kia, like SUV in general. Yeah. That's, that's actually not bad, especially for an electric vehicle. That's the base model. Uh, Tesla car is 50,000. Yeah. So like you get a whole SUV for that cost, which I just, I wish so much that they would stomp with this bullshit vanity design of making it as fucking big as it can possibly be. Right. Especially when there's like, you could make an argument. I would hate you for it, and I would still say that you're wrong, but you could make an argument that a vehicle with a, a gas engine has to be big in the front end in order to house the massive engine that we've put in it. Right. None of this has to exist, but like, right. okay, you, you, you can make your point. An electric vehicle doesn't need any of that shit. Any of it. This yeah. car could be a third of the size that it is. 100%. Yeah, agreed. So like, and then they're ten thousand dollars less. Yeah, to be more reasonable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so like, I see the interior, and I'm like, this is fucking dope. I see the exterior, and I'm like, this is gonna kill a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's just really fucking big. So that's, yeah, I just I, but, it, I happened to see it. Uh, I had Twitter open because we had been talking about uh, signing on our, our new uh, social media person earlier, uh, and. I was just like, oh, I should open Twitter. I don't know why. I don't need it to be open. It's a distraction. But I saw that photo, and that's what. And like, hey, let's right. talk about this thing. That's let's talk about the Kia completely EV. irrelevant to our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still really good. That's that's a that's our other podcast, the Never Heard of It Car uh, Podcast, <laughs> the Never Driven It, the Never Driven It Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Hosted by people who know very little about cars. Oh, well, yeah. Caleb, you yeah. know way more about cars than I do because you know more like historical cars. Like I know how to drive a car. That's about it. But I'm very, very invested in electric vehicles. Also, I feel like electric, like all motorcycles should have been electric for the past like 10 years now. I mean, all There's vehicles. no reason why they shouldn't have been. Yeah, I mean, all vehicles in general, but. With like very few exceptions. I mean, yeah. it, it, like of the myriad of lessons that Jurassic Park taught us, it's always have at least one gas powered vehicle as an alternative for when the electric, when the electricity dies. Sure. Sure. Uh, no, that's not like every household shouldn't do that. Like the city should have a couple right. electric or you know, a couple gas powered vehicles just in case. Just uh, in case. But like all consumer uh, motorized vehicles should have been all electric a long time ago. Uh, and it's it's really it's maddening how slow this is happening. Now, it feels like it's ramping up and it's happening much faster now, as it should. We're in that. Uh, that flux point of technology where uh, a a goal has been set to completely electrify uh, the fleets. So, like, that is happening, and more people are now saying, like, oh, this technology that's been around for fucking 20 years or whatever or more. Uh, must be reliable, uh, and so they're starting to buy in. And so, like, we're, we're at that tipping point. It's happening. Uh, it's happening. And I just, again, I, I cannot stress this enough. It really needs to have an impact on design. We have to start scaling back vehicles. I agree. Uh, because the number of times that I walk by a pickup truck that would literally hit me in the chest 
if it if it were to uh, to not see me, uh, yep. coupled with the fact that like even in a small like compact sedan like what we currently have, uh, there was like I there was a car that sat so perfectly in my blind spot that I would have no way that it was knowing that it was there if it weren't for the little light on the mirror and like 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 we almost backed over someone with a reverse camera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and this is in a tiny car. And like, <laughs> there's, there's these massive tanks out on the road. And I'm like, no, we don't need this. We don't. And now they're going to be quiet too. Because electric That's, cars are hella quiet, which is awesome because like people are like, cities are noisy. No, cars are noisy. Cars are noisy. Cars cities are, are not noisy. Yeah. Well, like, New York is noisy, but not as noisy as a thousand cars. If you like, if all of the cars stopped moving at once, the decibel level of even New York City would plummet. Absolutely love plummet. That. Yes. Hey, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> fuck you too. Coming to America. It's great. It is mad. You know, so speaking of madness, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is out. And to celebrate, uh, we're doing an entire month of multiverse movies for real this time. And yeah, this, 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 month we, this month we promised to watch the movies that we tell you. <laughs> we're going to actually watch the movies we tell you. Uh, we're kicking off the month with Multiverse, which is available streaming on Hulu. So if you're the type of person that watches movies before we review them, that's where you can go and watch this one, Multiverse, over on Hulu. Uh, pretty exciting. But other than that, if you have not subscribed yet, make sure to do so. Um, hit that subscribe button. Make sure to share uh, with 100,000 of your closest friends. Please. It's the minimum you can do. It's it's like just it's so easy. It's it's just a click. <laughs> uh, and of course, make sure you're following us on social media so you get to know in advance all of the movies we are uh, watching about when we talk about uh, that we just hired a brand new social media manager for uh, Night Shift Media. Um, so if you go to Media NSR on Twitter, um, you can follow along. We've got a lot more posts coming out because we have a person doing that now, and it's great. Her name is M. She's fantastic. Definitely want to make sure uh, you are following us over there. Yeah. It is uh, likely linked down below. Uh, so thanks a lot for joining us, everyone. And we will see you someday. Mm, we sure will. father's tragic past, hidden in the adventures of a cartoon mouse. A cautionary tale on the dangers of temporal tourism. A woman searching for answers after the death of an old friend. This is the Storyteller series, a Night Shift Radio original. Every month we bring a new short story to life in a full cast audio drama. We publish a second exclusive story to our online print edition, and we give you a glimpse behind the pages with our author interview series. Subscribe to the Storyteller series wherever you listen to podcasts and visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.